Well, greetings, everybody. Welcome once again to the Rec Poker Podcast. This is episode number 144. Uh, I'm your host, Steve Fredland. And as always, we are sponsored by Running Aces Racetrack and Casino. Now, today we were planning on doing an interview with two-time MSPT champion John Sun. Uh, he's not able to make it. He actually said that he had lost his voice singing karaoke at a birthday party. So, John, we're going to call you out a little bit there, uh, but we're going to have him on at a later date. Uh, he definitely wants to be on, and he's going to be a great guest. Looking forward to that. And we have so many great guests lined up, uh, but I thought I would take this opportunity uh, to answer a question that I'm getting a lot from people. So, a couple of weeks ago, we did an episode where we talked about the content coming up for the membership site. And one of the things that I'm hearing uh, pretty regularly from you out there is, well, who the heck are you? Like, who is Steve Fredlin? What's your story? Uh, and it's something I'm pretty reluctant to do just because I'd rather not talk about myself. I'd rather talk about poker or interview other people. And so I thought I'll take a chance to just spend a few minutes sharing a little bit of my story, my background, who I am outside of the poker world. Uh, I'm a pretty new face to the poker community. So I'll share just briefly about that. Again, I don't want to get into my whole background and all of that stuff. But I want to do that, but I also want to share more of a high-level vision for what we're trying to do with Rec Poker because it really is different than a lot of the other stuff that I've seen out there where a lot of it is content-driven and trying to get you to learn the game. And, and those are things that we want to do, but really what I'm trying to build here and what the, the group that you were introduced to a couple of weeks ago, what we're trying to build here is really a vibrant and encouraging poker learning community. That's what we're going to do. And so I'm going to get into a little bit of what does that actually mean and how is that different and who is this going to be suited for and is it a good fit for you? All of those things. So we'll talk about a little bit of my background and then talk about what it means to be a vibrant and encouraging poker learning community and what the overall vision is, where we're trying to go uh, with this whole rec poker thing. So that's what the episode has. I've got a few really quick announcements, and then I'll get into more detail about these announcements at the end of the show in case you're not interested. But just a reminder um, that coming up, we're going to be doing a, um, well, we have the Discord channel. So if you're not on Discord already, jump out there. It's growing every day, more people joining in, and, and we're uh, encouraging each other, railing each other, talking about hands, all kinds of stuff out there. Uh, there's chats about the topics of the month, which are playing against limpers and playing uh, ASEC suited, especially from the blinds. So a lot of great stuff. Go out there and check out the Discord channel. Uh, we also have our first monthly online uh, Poker Stars based home game coming up next Wednesday, and that is September 4th. So at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time, uh, you can play that for free, and, uh, and we're going to compete and we'll have prizes. So more about that later. Uh, we also have an NFL Last Longer uh, deal out there through Yahoo Sports. It's free to join, and again, we'll have prizes, and that's growing. So get out there. Uh, all of this stuff has been put out on social media in our links and all that stuff, uh, but more details will be at the end of the show here. Uh, we're also going to be launching our membership site October 1st. We've talked quite a bit about that. There'll be a lot of free stuff, but if you want to become a member, a lot of great interactive things for you to talk to, uh, to be a participate in, and we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, stay plugged in, uh, email, Twitter, Facebook group. Those are the best things. Uh, and one thing I failed to mention with our sponsor, Running Aces, we do talk about their players of the week. Uh, and so this last week was a pretty short week for this because they had a big tournament there. And so those don't count as player of the week points. Uh, so there's four people that get uh, get bonuses for finishing in the top four player of the week. And I was actually one of them because I won a tournament. 
I played a couple and I won one. And because it's a short week, that was enough. Uh, so I was in there, Joseph Barg, Brian Morey, and Kevin Kelsenberg were the top four. And Brian and Kevin are both part of the rec poker community as well. So kind of fun to see us represented in the top four there. Okay, so let's get into a little bit of this stuff. Uh, again, this isn't necessarily the most comfortable thing for me, but I, I do want to share it because people have been asking for it. And, uh, and if, if we're going to be asking you to maybe pony up 10 bucks a month to become a member, it doesn't hurt to understand a little bit about who I am and kind of where I come from. Uh, so my background um, is actually mathematics, uh, analytics. Uh, I was uh, an undergraduate math degree holder from Augsburg College in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So I got my BA in math there. Uh, and I went on to become an actuary, uh, which is really just a highly analytical, statistical, mathematical uh, sort of position. And I did that for many, many years uh, and did some traditional actuarial work, which was like product pricing and financial reporting and some of those things and some non-traditional things, which led me into the world of capital markets hedging, which basically is doing calculus every day. It's, it's buying and selling um, capital markets instruments like futures and options, swaps, all of those sorts of things as a risk management strategy. So basically, uh, companies sell financial products that have a lot of market risk in them. And my job was to buy and sell these capital market instruments to mitigate that risk. So uh, my job wasn't really to become profitable. My job was protection. So to make sure that at the end of the day, uh, these particular products were break-even products. They didn't win big, they didn't lose big. Uh, so that was really my job for a lot of years. Uh, now smattered in between there, I actually quit my corporate gig um, back in 2008 or so, um, maybe 2010, and I went to work uh, for a church. I am actually an executive pastor, uh, so I'm a licensed pastor. I do weddings. Uh, if anybody you know is interested, uh, I tend to not do the real formal weddings. I like doing the fun, sort of energetic, uh, engaging sort of weddings, but I do weddings. Uh, but as part of that, I became an executive pastor at a church in Cambridge, Minnesota, which is my hometown. And... Um, I did that for a while. I did it part-time for a while and then full-time for a little while, a total of about four years. I uh, decided I wasn't really cut out for doing that, so I went back to the corporate world, did some more actuarial things, started working in HR, human resources, doing analytical things, and eventually just left that about a year ago to go out on my own doing coaching and consulting. So that's really what I'm doing now. The poker stuff is emerging. It's fun. It's exciting. Maybe there'll be more and more involvement there. But my real job is doing coaching and consulting and some public speaking. So primarily who I coach are people that have small businesses. They either own them themselves, they're involved in leadership, or they're looking to start a small business. And so I work with them either one-on-one -on -one uh, or I do group coaching where we got a bunch of people together and um, we have we get together once every few weeks and then there's homework and all these things. So I do coaching, I do consulting, uh, and I also do speaking primarily on all of those subjects with the, the goal of really helping people clarify what success means for them. And this is something that's directly transferable to, to poker, by the way. Um, I think one of the biggest insights I've had over my 30 years of corporate life is people really don't know what success is for them. They really don't know their purpose. They really don't know what they're trying to do. You ask people, what are they trying to do? And they maybe give you an answer. I'm trying to make money or I'm trying to be successful, whatever that is. But as you start asking people what that ultimately means for them, they really don't know. And so a lot of what I do in my coaching business is to help people 
really clarify what it is they want from life, what it is they want from their small business. And so that's exciting. I love that. It's not even the direction I thought I'd be going, but I fell in love with it. And so that's really what I'm focusing my energy on. But it's directly transferable to poker. And I would ask all of you out there, what does poker success mean for you? Uh, it seems obvious maybe to some people, but it's not. And you'd be surprised at how many different answers you get as you dig in. Are you playing ultimately just because it's fun? Are you building because you want to uh, playing because you want to build relationships and sort of get to know people and be part of a community? Are you um, are you trying to be respected? Are you trying to deliver bad beats? Are you trying to buck the odds? Are you trying to get lucky? Are you trying to win the World Series main event? Like, what are you ultimately trying to do? And and I think that's a that's a big question because it, that will then impact the sort of people that you connect with, the sort of uh, groups that you want to be a part of, the way that you play, the places you play, the types of games that you play. Uh, all of those things should line up with what you're saying your ultimate goal is in poker. So I want to challenge you guys to do that. But so that's really, uh, in a nutshell, my my business story. Uh, personally, uh, I got married when we were pretty young. Uh, I had a year left in college. My wife had two years left in college. We grew up in the same home hometown. I'm one year older. Um, we're both like fourth generation from Cambridge, Minnesota. Uh, and so we have a really long history there. Uh, and I've been married for now, uh, as of the time of release of this, I guess four days from now, uh, it'll be our 28th wedding anniversary, 28 years. Uh, I've been great, fantastic. It's better every year. Honestly, I can say that. Uh, we have three grown children. We have twin boys who are almost 23, and we have a daughter who's almost 20. So that's part of the reason I can invest more time in poker is because that season has sort of has passed us by the rearing and raising of, of children. Um, and so we live, still live in the Cambridge area. Uh, we're still up here in Minnesota uh, doing our thing. So that's on a personal side of things. Uh, let's see, what else is what else is worth sharing? I guess from a poker side, you guys have heard a little bit of my story. Uh, a few years ago, eight, nine years ago, I started playing with two of my buddies, Mark Hasseth and Stacey Nelson, uh, as a way to connect with our kids. We had like 10 teenage kids and we were trying to connect. We started playing the game. I fell in love with the game like immediately and it just continued to grow uh, and ultimately resulted in doing a podcast. Uh, people are like, why did you start the podcast? Uh, why I started it was primarily because uh, I was looking for a podcast for myself. I wanted something geared toward the recreational player that was still strategy driven. Uh, I know a lot of people like podcasts because they're just sheer entertainment. Uh, that's fine, but that's not my thing. And clearly, <laughs> you know that if you're a listener here, you're not just going to be entertained. We're not going to talk about uh, you know, our Friday night in Vegas or whatever. Uh, really, I wanted something that was strategy based, geared toward the recreational player, presented in a way that was accessible and that built community. Uh, and I just couldn't find that. And I'm guessing it probably exists, but I couldn't find it. So I thought, well, why not start one? And I had been, I'd done a couple of podcasts before. I've got a couple other things that are going now uh, that are not poker related. So I thought I'll start one and it just, I fell in love with it. And uh, one of the things I enjoy is because I get to normally ask the questions. Like I mentioned, uh, I don't like this piece where I'm just sharing about myself. I feel like I'm not that interesting. I'm not that special. Nobody wants to hear my story. Uh, so I'd much rather interview other people or have discussions that we record and talk about than just talk about myself. So this is kind of a weird thing. But uh, doing the podcast has given me the opportunity to talk to some of the, uh, the greatest players in the world. Uh, and that's going to continue here going forward. And selfishly, I get to pick their brain. I'm naturally a curious person. Uh, I love to ask questions. And so when I get somebody there, I can just kind of dig in and really try to get some of the insights that are going to help my game. Uh, but I've also found that it's opened up the door for building just tremendous relationships. 
some of the people that you know now that are on the core team, many of you that aren't on the core team, but I, I know personally, uh, those relationships have been huge for me. Uh, as a natural introvert, as an analytic, um, this has been a good way for me to get out and meet people in a way that's comfortable for me. Um, and I've just found some great people through poker, um, both from starting this thing, playing some home, home games. Uh, I played the free poker network at the bar, Jumping Jacks and Isanti, shout out. Uh, next week, we're actually going to have three of the crushers from the free poker network on and talk about their game and how that's improved and what they see as uh, sort of the differences between the most successful and the less experienced players. So they're going to be on. But I went through the free poker network, started playing at Running Aces, played there, played at Canterbury, started a charity tournament. All of these things have sort of been building and building and building. Um, and then a couple of years ago, started playing out at the World Series. So it's been kind of a fast trajectory, but man, I'm almost 50 years old. I got to, I got to make some things happen. I don't have, uh, I don't have my whole life to uh, catch up to the rest of you folks that have been playing for uh, 20, 30, 40 years. So that is really my story of my, my business background, my family background, my poker background. Uh, hopefully that helps. Uh, I think I addressed the questions that I've been getting people wondering who the heck I am. Uh, hopefully that provides you a little bit of insight uh, into who I am. And, and if you know, I mean, kind of a, a quick shout out, I mean, or quick, uh, I don't know, advertisement. If you know people that are getting married that are looking for somebody fun, uh, or if you know somebody who could use some help uh, in their small business, uh, trying to figure some things out, or in their personal life, trying to wrestle with some things and need some clarity, or in their nonprofit world, uh, that's the kind of stuff I do, and I love doing it. So until coaching completely takes over my life, uh, with uh, or until poker completely takes over my life, uh, those are some other ways that I, I have to make money. So I'd appreciate any referrals you have there. But anyway, uh, enough on that deal. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. I'm pretty much an open book. It's just uncomfortable for me to uh, think that people actually want to hear about me. Uh, but there it is. <laughs> so anything uh, you want to know, I'm happy to share about that. So let's talk a little bit uh, about this this whole rec poker thing, where we're going. Um, I guess it, it starts ultimately with my life mission. I talked about understanding what success is for you. Uh, for me, uh, for the last many, many years, every time I do the exercises to try to figure out what do I really want out of life, what I really want is I want to have transformational impact. In every area of my life, whatever I do, I want to have transformational impact. And so what this means for Rec Poker is, is how do I have transformational impact through what we're doing with Rec Poker? And where I've ultimately landed and where the group has landed is that I want to have transformational impact by creating a vibrant and encouraging poker learning community. And that's what Rec Poker is going to be. And so I just want to, to kind of break into each of these words to make sure that it's clear what I mean by this and what you can expect from this. Because again, uh, you have all kinds of choices of communities that you can belong to, people you can learn from. So I want to be clear on what we're offering. And so you can decide, is this a good use of my time or not so much? Is this line up with what I want out of it or not? Uh, I just want to be fully authentic, fully transparent, and let you make the right decision for you. Uh, because we don't want to drag people into this thing if they really don't want to be here. And like I said, there's a ton of other options out there. So choose the one that makes sense for you. But here's where we're going. So first of all, uh, a vibrant and encouraging poker learning community. What I mean by community is a group of people who are either living in the same place, that's not really our thing because we're virtual, but people that have a particular characteristic in common. That's the definition of community a group of people who have a particular characteristic in common. 
And so we'll, we'll get to what that characteristic is by kind of building on this. So a lear learning, what the definition of learning is, the acquisition of knowledge or skills through experience, study, or being taught. All right, that's what learning is. Poker, we know what that is. Uh, by poker, I guess what I mean is, um, so Texas Hold'em is what I play, but sort of variants of poker, we'll get into some of those as well. Omaha, mixed games, all of that. But primarily when I, when I call out poker, this isn't just a general community. This isn't just a general learning community. This is a poker learning community. And what that means is we're going to focus on poker, which means uh, by default, we are not going to be talking about politics and some of those other things as well. So it's, I'm going to be very quick to shut down any chats on Twitter, on Facebook, on Discord, anywhere else that are involving anything besides poker. It doesn't mean that those things aren't important. We can have tangents that you can connect with people and kind of take those things offline. But we're going to really stay focused on poker because as soon as we allow it to drift away from that, uh, things get crazy. Uh, people get hurt. People leave. There's division. Uh, what I what I generally have been in my life as a uniter. So I want to take all of these things, and we're all different. I'll tell you right now, everybody listening to this right now or watching this video is different. We have different political perspectives. We have different perspectives on uh, our communities, our families, different ways that we want to live life, uh, different socioeconomic backgrounds, different gender identities, different sexual orientations, different races, different ethnicities, different countries. We're all different in many, many, many different ways. But what we have in common with this, the way that this can unite people, is that we love poker. And so we're going to focus on what we have in common rather than what's different. That's why we're gonna focus on being a poker learning community. So hopefully that makes sense. Don't be offended if you have comments that I delete or I ask you to take down or I have a conversation with you. It's not personal. It's not because I have a different perspective from whatever you're putting out there. It's because we're going to unite our group, our community over poker. So that's, I'm gonna really be, be clear on that. Um, and the other thing with this is we want it to be encouraging, all right? And encouraging what the definition of that is, giving someone support or confidence, being supportive. That is the nature of this group. Again, you can join other chats. Uh, you can join social media groups. You can join all kinds of things where their primary, uh, I guess, driver is not encouragement. It's just having conversation about anything in any way. It can be divisive. It can be argumentative. And, and that's fine if that's the way that people want to do things on there. But for rec poker, we're going to be encouraging. And what that means is, is you can still disagree with somebody. Somebody plays a hand a certain way. Somebody does something. You can disagree. You can say, I don't think that's the most profitable way, but you're going to be encouraging. If it's not encouraging, if it's not supportive, it's going to be removed. And if you can't figure out how to do that, talk to me. I'll train you. I'll help you. I've helped many people figure out how they can move from being a divisive, argumentative person into becoming a supportive, encouraging person. You can train an old dog new tricks, and I'm happy to do that with you. But if you can't figure that out, if you can't learn how to be encouraging and supportive, we will remove you from the group. Uh, it's that simple. Uh, and again, it won't be personal. It's because knowing what we're trying to get out of the group, okay? It's about having laser light focus on what we want. We want to be a vibrant and encouraging poker learning community. So anything that's not poker is gone. Anything that's not encouraging is gone. Anything that's not about learning is gone. Anything that gets rid of community is gone because we're going to stay focused on what we do. This is our niche. Uh, there's a great uh, scene from a book uh, called Alice in Wonderland that Lewis Carroll wrote. And Alice goes up and there's this cat in the tree known as the Cheshire cat. 
and uh, and Alice is wondering uh, where she should go, uh, you know, which path she should take. And the cat says, well, where are you trying to go? And Alice says, I don't really care where. And the cat's like, well, then choose any road. It doesn't matter which way you go. See, in our world, we know where we're going. We want to have this vibrant and encouraging poker learning community. And so we're going to have to kind of weed out all those things that aren't there. So this is about being encouraging. And again, it doesn't have to be false encouragement. Somebody makes a bad play. You can say, I don't think that's the most profitable play. Here's another way to look at it. But be encouraging. Be supportive. Help people learn together. Um, I just came off doing poker reporting. As many of you know, I report for the MSPT from time to time. And, you know, when, when you're in some of those situations, you realize how divisive the poker community can be toward each other. Uh, you know, people saying, man, those people are just horrible players. You're awful. That's a bad play. Those dealers are the worst. That floor supervisor is horrible. You know, all of these horrible, horrible things. Um, and I think part of that sometimes is a way for us to feel better about ourselves, to prop ourselves up, whatever that is. But those things aren't going to be tolerated as part of rec poker. Uh, again, you can, you can disagree with people respectfully, but you're generally going to be encouraging people, and that's what this community is about. So uh, I'm sorry I'm being long-winded about that, but I want to be as clear as I possibly can be uh, about that, that this is going to be an encouraging learning community. So take note of that. Uh, and the other piece of the description is vibrant. And what that means is full of energy and full of enthusiasm. So I want this, this rec poker to be vibrant, to be exciting, to be, here's the next thing. This is fun. Hey, this is coming down the pike. Hey, here's something else we're going to do. Hey, we're going to celebrate this person. It's, it's active. It's interactive. It's not just one person teaching you something and five people learning it. It's, it's an interactive, vibrant community full of life and life-giving things. So that is who we are. This is what uh, rec poker is going to be. So uh, the way that I would take all of those definitions and kind of bring it back together is say this. We are going to be an energetic and enthusiastic group of people supporting each other in the desire to acquire knowledge and skills about the game of poker through experience, study, or being taught. This is a vibrant and encouraging poker learning community. This is rec poker. That is who we are. So. That's what it is. That's the end of it. That's my speech. That's my soapbox. Hopefully that makes sense. I'm trying to be as clear as possible. I know this means it's not going to appeal to everybody because there are people out there, and I've engaged with many of them, who want to have more aggressive interactions. You're welcome to do that. It's a free world, but not on rec poker. That's not who we are find another niche, find another avenue. But if you're out there listening to this and you're saying, man, I've been longing for that. That's what I'm looking for. I want to have, I want to learn the game. I want to get better, but I don't want to be afraid to put my hand history out there. That's what we run into. That's what happens when you're not encouraging is that people want to share. They want to get better, but they come and they get roasted for how they played a hand and they're never going to get better. They're never going to engage in community. This is an engaging, this should be a safe place. If it's not a safe place, tell me and I'll take care of it. Um, that, that applies to Facebook, Twitter, the discord channel, whatever else that we decide to do. Uh, this is a respectful and encouraging place and it should be a safe place for everybody. Okay. So now I'm rambled on way more than I expected to do, but you can tell I'm passionate about this. Uh, I'm passionate about, uh, having a community, having a group of people that are encouraging and supportive of each other because I'm almost 50. And, you know, I've been in the corporate world for 30 years 
And I've been around a lot of people who are not positive, who are not encouraging, uh, who are negative people. And one of the reasons I got out of the corporate world, one of the reasons I've started my own coaching business, one of the reasons I'm doing rec poker is because I want the rest of my life to be filled with surrounding myself with people who are encouraging and supportive. Yes, they're honest. Yes, they're authentic. Yes, they're transparent. But I want to live my life in a positive way. And I want to be around people that are encouraging. And I want to offer that to the world. And so that is part of why I'm being intentional about formulating it this way. And the people that are part of this core group that you met a couple of weeks ago, they're the same way. Uh, and so that's who we are. That's Rec Poker, and you are invited along to be a part of that. So with that, that's all I have today uh, as far as my soapbox and my introduction of myself. Feel free to reach out if you have questions about that, if you have questions about who I am. Let us know what you think about that. I mean, does that bother you? Are you excited about that? Feedback is so critical. It's the lifeblood of this podcast. So any feedback is great feedback. Again, you can be against what we're doing. I just do it in a respectful way. That's perfectly fine. Let's have that conversation uh, about that. Um, so as we close out here, uh, again, just a few more announcements. We're getting into that part of it. So I won't share anything else. If you just want to shut it off there, that's fine. But I want to make sure you know some details about the things that are now really starting to come up. They're getting close. Uh, the first one is that next Wednesday, I guess it depends on when you're listening to this, if it's next or not, uh, but it's the Wednesday after Labor Day, September 4th, 8 o'clock p.m. Central, we're going to be doing our online poker tournament through PokerStars. So the home game has already been set up. I see there's 17 people, I think, so far uh, that are signed up out there. Uh, we're hoping for many more. It'll grow over time, uh, but we're going to play a tournament online. It's a freeze out. It should be a fast tournament. Uh, you have to use play money. It's all play money. There's no money involved here. Um, but you need a certain amount. And I forget, John Somsky's not on here. But I think when you first sign in, you get 20000 in play money. And you maybe need 30000 to play the tournament. And you can get new play money every four hours. So go log into PokerStars. Do it now. Start getting it, getting it set up. Join the home game. And then um, you should automatically get some dollars there. But every four hours, you could actually log in. And I think you go to cashier and then look at like play money and then click on like claim your or, you know, add more money or something like that, which you can do every four hours, no charge. Um, and then you'll get get the dollars that you need in your bank so that you can play the tournament. So do that in advance. Get prepared. If you have any problems, John and other people have been helping people walk through that process. So let us know if you have any issues, but get out there. We're going to play the tournament. We haven't figured out what the prizes are going to be, but we are going to be giving prizes probably for the first three, maybe more. Uh, if you have somebody that you know would donate prizes, let me know. That'd be fantastic. Uh, so we're looking for donations. Uh, we're looking to grab some things from our sponsors. Uh, we'll put up some prizes. Uh, so we're looking into all of that right now, but there will be prizes. But at the end of the day, it'll be bragging rights. And we might give some, some special awards if you knock out a, a core panelist or something too. So check that out. We're also doing through Yahoo Sports and NFL Survivor Pool. So it's kind of a last longer thing. So each week you pick a team to win. Uh, as long as that one team wins, you advance to the next week and you can't pick a team more than once. So some people are really strategizing about this, but I think we also have like 15 or 18 people that have signed up out there that have already made some picks. Oh, so, so go check that out too. Again, that's free to play and we'll have prizes. It's a way of building community again, bragging rights. We've got both of those things. Uh, there's a discord channel set up out there so you can start to, 
start to, uh, you know, smock, talk smack a little bit in a respectful way, whatever that looks like, you can do that. And I mentioned the Discord thing. That's been really fun. It's a new uh, tool for me. I think Jake Mason mentioned it. One of the younger people mentioned it. And I've just loved it. I'm out there. We got all these channels. People are putting uh, updates from their tournament play. They're putting hand histories, all kinds of stuff out there that you can engage with. Uh, it's been super fun uh, getting to know some people and derail some people. Uh, Running Aces just had their great Minnesota poker tournament. And I think we had 10 people that were part of the Discord channel that made day two. And so it was a chance to kind of follow along with them and root for them and, uh, you know, sort of empathize with them when they got beat. Uh, I think we had Chris Jones might have been the longest lasting rec poker guy. I believe he got to like 17th or something. So a good run. Uh, not the finish I'm sure anybody wanted, but it's still a good run. So the Discord channel, check it out. Um, we'll put the links in the show notes, but they're all over social media on our stuff. You should be able to find them. But if nothing else, you just get a hold of me. Steve at recpokertraining.com or through social media say, hey, how do I join Discord? I'll send you the link. Uh, it's not that complicated. Let me know. Um, I think, uh, and oh, and just, just mention this too. So this one is sort of a special podcast because uh, John's son uh, canceled on us. But what we're doing now with the podcast is we're typically recording on Monday evenings at 6.30 p.m. Central Time. From now until the end of September, if you want to join in on those, you are welcome to. We're going to have our, our, our panelists uh, who are going to be the ones on camera, the ones able to ask questions directly. But other people can join as attendees, which means you can watch the thing, you can listen in, you can type in questions. We might do polls that you could participate in. Uh, all of those things. So you can really be a more active participant in that and some really cool people coming up. So you have a chance to be a part of uh, some of those, some of those conversations with some of the best players in the world. So do that. Uh, once we launch into the membership site, we'll probably make that only available to members. Uh, but for the month of September, uh, it's open to anybody. And I keep putting the links out on Facebook, Twitter. So uh, get those there. I believe the the Zoom can only hold like 100 people. So if things get out of control, uh, it will be kind of a first come, first serve with who logs in. Uh, but at this point, as we just get started, I doubt that would be uh, an issue. But typically, 6.30 Monday nights, hold your calendar there. But as I mentioned, follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, we're going to start getting to a regular routine of sending out emails. There is an email list. Uh, you can go to recpokertraining.com, sign up there. You actually get a free gift from Jonathan Little uh, if you sign up there. Uh, but then we have your name, and then we can email you. Uh, I'm not going to be spamming you. Uh, we're going to try to make those really value-added emails. I'm not going to give your name to anybody else, your email address. So uh, feel free to, to join us out there. And then Discord is another way that we're updating people if you want to do that. Let's see. Uh, the membership site, we're continuing to build content. We're going to be building content throughout September. Uh, we've got some really cool things lined up, and we're going to be releasing those uh, to our members as soon as we open that membership site in October. Uh, we're doing things like uh, we have an agreement with the MSPT, the Mid-States Poker Tour, to use their video. So we're going to be either taking specific hands out of there or we're going to be doing the entire final table, doing commentary on that. Uh, we've got other videos we're going to be pulling hands from and doing commentary on that as we look at some of our specific situations around how do we play against limpers and playing ace-x suited. Those are our key themes right now that we've been trying to dig into. We have an agreement with Running Aces to use some of their final table videos. Uh, we're going to be doing a book study, and I know uh, Cheyenne is looking at that, uh, which book we want to study. Um, that's something you could engage in. So a lot of cool things uh, coming down the pike 
that'll be released to members. But again, we're going to keep doing a lot of free stuff. So you don't have to be a member to, to participate. Membership is going to be $10 a month. Uh, so not too expensive, but it will help us pay the bills, help us uh, keep the partnerships that we have with some of these great players and all of those things and, and fund, I guess, all of the technology uh, that goes into all of these things. So uh, I think that's it. Um, feel free to reach out if you have anything. Again, thank you to Running Aces, Racetrack, and Casino, which is also going to be a hotel soon, by the way, as far as I know, still opening in December, which is going to be great for potential poker tournaments. Um, and maybe some meet and greets and that sort of thing. But uh, thanks to Running Aces. They continue to support us. We're actually in talks right now. Uh, they've been our sponsor for the two and a half years that we've been rolling on this thing. Uh, we're in talks right now of re-upping for another three years, so hopefully that will happen. Uh, we just appreciate their partnership so much. So with that, uh, reach out if you have any questions, comments, concerns. Hopefully, this gave you some insight into who I am, where we're going with Rec Poker, uh, so then I don't have to talk about myself as much anymore, and uh, I can focus on the interviews and talking to other people about uh, strategy. So sorry this wasn't a strategy episode, but hopefully it helped uh, kind of create the context for what we're doing with Rec Poker. And I really hope that you're going to engage even deeper and tell your family, tell your friends about who we are and get them involved as well. Uh, the more the merrier uh, here at Rec Poker. All right, take care.